Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awaken. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way or ascending on their spiritual path. Things are changing from a third or fourth dimensional world to something different, and we're expanding our world from duality to a world where we are back to all one, and we're interested in new ways to create peace within ourselves and with others. Ascension means different things to different folks, but there are similar stories, and more energy is available to us to raise our vibration. We've noticed we can connect with spirit faster, move energy around quicker, and that the way we use words is changing, carrying new vibrations, and the way we interpret events is expanding, and we are asking different questions of ourselves and our world. The way we define love is getting bigger, and there are always bigger, brighter ways to surf. So grab your boards. We'll be looking at light energies, earth energies, and our own spirit energies, and using them to change our world. We're going to talk about some wild things today, so put your thinking caps on. My guest today is Kelly Lachey. Kelly is an author, shaman, and all-around metaphysician. Her website is liquidmirror.org, and she's a mentor for risemultiversity.org. Kelly Lachey has a Bachelor of Arts degree in international marketing and cross-cultural training with over 30 years of experience in energy reading and shamanic healing. Her expertise is midwifing folks through their dimensional journey, and she's the author of Liquid Mirror and co-author of Surfing the Transformational Waves of 2012. Kelly continues to do healing and soul retrieval work with individual clients, and she believes that in their natural healed state, everyone can create a life of grace that is beyond the meddling of the matrix. And we're going to talk about that today. In April, Rise Multiversity mentors will gather in community called Embody You. And these gatherings will facilitate self-empowerment, wisdom, and transformation. It's facilitated by Kelly Lachey and Sienna Leah. And you can find out more at risemultiversity.org. So welcome, Kelly. We have so much to talk about. Yes, I'm so excited. This was such an interesting year for a lot of people from what I hear. And, you know, we're all experiencing this acceleration, but that includes our growth accelerating and our frequencies broadening at an exponential rate. And so with this, uh, I just became a panelist on RISE about a year ago, and we have George Kavasilis as a panel member, as well as uh, Tom Montauk and Eve Lorgan. And um, we, we have some very exciting hot topics. Um, and, you know, each and every one of us have opportunities to give lectures, and then we do roundtables. And then Sienna and I created Embody You, where people are following my book and the Liquid Mirror Workbook, where they are really doing their deep interpersonal group, um, work, but in a community. Because what we are finding is that there's a lot of people that are awakening on the planet but through this awareness of, and our reality is changing before our eyes. We're learning how to proceed through the illusion and how to shed our fears at an exponential rate. And that's how we broaden our frequency and claim immunity from all of these, um, you know, a lot of people out there talking about ET interference and entity interference. And so I'm working with a lot of people on this. And I am watching people grow in leaps and bounds. I've, I've never witnessed this. I've been doing work like this for years. But I'm noticing that uh, with the people in community doing the same work, it, we magnify each other's growth. And so what I'm seeing is that um, with, the, with the liquid mirror work, as they go deep inside of that, we go into this deep introspection and, and pull out all of our subliminal or unconscious fears out of our system by the roots and pull them out from where they originated from so we can clean up all the patterns that don't serve us. So I'm watching this happen. People, The creativity through these people is just bursting. They're sharing poetry and art and music, and uh, it's just in the beauty of the, themselves, living their purpose, and they're all lit up. 
And so, and like I said, a lot of it has to do with the fact that we're a community because there's people in pockets all over the world that are awakening, but they feel isolated because their parents or family, they don't understand them, or sometimes even spouses don't relate to this kind of broadening of our awareness. And, uh, but so we're, instead of people doing their own work in isolation, we're creating community where people can share their projects and share their personal process and be supported in a group. And so um, everybody does partnering exercises. So they're, and, and they're, you know, they're making friends. They sometimes they end up talking on the phone for five hours because there's, you know, few of us out there to reflect each other and really yeah. see it deep inside of each other. And so that's the, the liquid mirror work that we've been doing. And it's just been very inspiring, very, very uplifting. I love that. And so people can go to risemultiversity.org and sign up. Yes. That's awesome. I have noticed that along with awareness comes this sort of other piece of that of people you want to work with. You know, we think we sort of have a group of friends that is sort of like us, but I'm finding that that's totally not true. These sort of external ideas of what we think our friends should be like, it's not it's like totally something else uh, where we actually relate spirit to spirit with someone else. So I, I just love this idea that you could connect with somebody and they could be somewhere else completely different in the world, very far away from you, and yet you could be totally on the same page. I think that's really important. Yes, yes, it has been really exciting. And, you know, something else I've noticed is when people are doing their inner work and they're growing so quickly and they're broadening their frequency so quickly, and those that are around them that aren't doing that work, then there's this dissonance of, of frequency. And so relationships break off. We were cutting cores, we're sealing leaks and erasing fears. And so that means that relationships sometimes do fall by the wayside. It's not a negative thing. You know, it's, it's just yeah. as we change our frequency, then people fall from the wayside. And then new people that are vibrating at that frequency come into your life more. And, and so we're all practicing being in right relationship with self and then with source and with each other and with, you know, and, and with our children and with our coworkers and family because we need to practice being in right relationship to live our integrity. Even if you have, like, family members that you don't get along with, what Perry and I are doing is we're helping people learn how to practice the ceremony. So it's a sacred space that you create to do your own inner healing and to practice your intentions and to visualize what you want to manifest in the life that you want to live, to tap into your purpose, to tap into your allies. And people are just loving it. People are doing ceremony every Saturday. And so when you have a, say, for example, you don't, don't get along with your father, you can take that into ceremony and, and just create peace within yourself about it. It doesn't mean you can change your father, but your relationship and how you relate to your father can change. And to a healthier relationship, you, through forgiveness, and, um, you know, we have to own our piece to it as well. But people are healing their relationships, even remote relationships, even people that have passed on. And through that, that's, that's for our healing. That's what's been so beautiful about it. I mean, ex-wives and ex-husbands, and they're all, you know, finding peaceful ways to relate to one another. And this, it's beautiful to witness. And parents um, are deepening uh, conscious parenting, I'm noticing, too. You know, I've said a lot before, a lot of these wounds come from faulty parenting because our parents didn't know how to teach us right. self-love and that all is possible. And so I'm, I'm witnessing that as well as that we heal um, these wounds. There's just so much energy available to us for all the creative things that we've really always dreamed of since we were young, you know? Yeah. And the fixed points of view that maybe our parents grew up with or 
you know, we've used ourselves just kind of can change. A ceremony is a great space for that. Yeah. You don't realize that you're holding an energy down because you've always communicated a certain way with a certain person, but you don't need to. You could just, it could be different. And that sounds easier, but if you have sort of a practice of ceremony, then you get to play in that a little bit before you kind of take it out into the world. It's great. Yeah, it's great. We don't know... This is what we're all coming to realize, that our intention is more powerful. When, when um, I see some of my people create poetry, even if they don't share it with someone, that's their frequency contribution to the whole, and, and it affects the whole. So when we do ceremony, and we use our intention in ceremony, and the assumption that we will see our intention manifest, that's putting the magic back in our hands. And that's why I like to, to share shamanism with people, because it's a way of living, you don't have to be a healer to practice shamanism, but to, to realize that we have so much, um, there's so much force in our intentions. And so people are experiencing their lives changing just through practicing intention and ceremony. And that's, that's really magical in and of itself. And my husband's going to give a talk this Sunday through Rise Multiversity called um, Your Magical Self. And uh, I think it's Empowering Your Magical Self. And so I encourage people to check that out, too, because he's giving immunity tools and uh, the spherical model of our of our sovereignty. And it's uh, so I'm, I'm just doing. That. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. And that's Paramills. OK. I did want to get into talking about immunity in general and uh, some of the things that you've stumbled upon as far as issues with noticing Illuminati energy, for example. I know many folks that I talk to on the radio or offline in my community where what we would call conspiracy theories in the past actually are coming to fruition. I, I think we're actually at a point on earth where we can actually look at different energies and go, wow, that is really not true for me. Or what I'm looking at is something that I don't want to see on the planet. It doesn't belong here, for example. So maybe you could maybe talk to that a little bit. Oh, Sure. Okay, so, well, there's so many different kinds of interference that we could talk about because I have a lot of clients that um, have ET interference and some people have entity interference. And so what, what I'm teaching is how to seal your leaks that would attract and your secondary gains that would attract, um, you know, outside interference like that. And mm-hmm. so as we practice immunity, and, and see, the gift, the thing is, is we have to see all of this through a non-dual perspective. And the first step of that is awareness. And it's not easy to look at what's really going on in the world. We're all becoming aware of who's in charge of our financial system, our governments, um, the, the legal systems, and the, um, the, the medical industry, and the, and the mental illness yeah. industry as well. As they're all part of working for the same um, hierarchy. And, um, and it's all over the world. That's the thing. But as we practice awareness, I mean, and we get our heads out of the sand, that's empowering. That's when we can use our intention to say, I do not consent. And I'm watching this movement happen across the world. These children in Hampstead, England, this is a big global story right now um, on the alternative Internet news networks. And these children came um, out and shared uh, with their mother this uh, satanic ritual abuse that the father and the church and the school system and the CPS system and the legal and legal system and the police there in England are all in on it. And it's very graphic material, but these two are heroes to actually, now we have proof that this is happening. 
And because of the first children that have come forward, adults have come forward before, but, yeah. but children have never come forward with such proof. And so the jurisdiction comes out tomorrow, and they're supposedly um, the mother wasn't involved in this, and so they put, she had to, they tried to arrest her, and so she had to leave the country. And the father's still scot free, getting visitation rights with them, and might even they might have to go back into the father's hands, who's in charge of this ring. And so you can see that the system is in charge of that, and it's it's not different in America. It's I, I don't think there is a country that doesn't have this this structure of um, ritual abuse and uh, misuse of power. Yeah. yeah. There was just a story uh, yesterday, I believe uh, CNN and the Huffington Post were running it about another ring, um, a slavery ring actually in Texas. So it is everywhere. It is. It's everywhere. It's in every town really. And um, I could say a lot more about it, but not for today. I think what I can do for right now is, what I did is I created a world vigil for people to do ceremony. We did ceremony when they had the demonstrations up there. And people, thousands of people all over the world were lighting candles and just bringing, using our awareness. That's the thing. It's very, um, very uncomfortable to realize how heinous these practices are. But, but with awareness, awareness is like light. It pierces the dark. Dark doesn't pierce the light. It's, it's not, it's, you know, it's the other way around. So awareness is our light, and, and, and it's empowering, and it does take courage. But as we practice our intentions and we see more of the game that's being played, we, we can see the world change, and, and rather quickly with our, by using our intentions. So that's why I put this out there, and I'm going to give you the name of the advocate to the mother that is very politically involved in this. She had to flee uh, the U.K. as well. And because she revealed the police reports and, and when she had a gag order. But she has a, a blog and several websites and a petition to sign. And so I encourage everybody to um, sign the petition and you get on her email list to get updates on how the case is going. Okay, so Sabine McNeil is her name and that's S-A-B-I-N-E, middle initial K, and then McNeil, M-C-N-E-I-N. L L, and you can Google her and get have access to all of her. I think she has two websites, um, and then make sure you sign the petition. Just Google petition with her name, and uh, she can give you updates on. Uh, and she's had several cases that she's worked with, so she's aware of other cases in Europe that are just as heinous. So um, it's definitely something to be aware of. Yeah, it's just another evolution of misinformation that people can now realize that, oh, yeah, that is true. That weird thing that you felt walking down the street that one day where you saw those people, like that was a true thing. So I, I think we're talking about something that happens in the UK, but it is global. So um, these these stories are coming out more and more and more. And I, and I do believe, like you're saying, it has to do with uh, people becoming more aware of just the energy around them anyway. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the other uh, interesting things you and I have talked about offline is uh, just kind of this Illuminati aspect and this kind of global organization uh, of energies that don't really serve the planet. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to talk about that a little bit. Yes. Um, so what's happening is our cultures have been created. I've been giving a lot of lectures on this over the last year 
that the the culture creators are in 4D. So there's an invisible hand that's operating the Illuminati. This is why they torture and um, the kind of the amount of torture. I have specific details on exactly what their practices are, and I will be interviewing Sabine with Sienna Lea, um, and will, that will be coming out in two weeks to get very specific detail of exactly what's going on. And I know firsthand. Uh, because I heal adults of, of ritual abuse. So I know the details of what goes on. So basically, the, four, the 40 beings have created our cultures. This is why we have war on the planet. This is why we don't know how to be in right relationship with one another. This is why the, all of the indigenous tribes that were pra- practicing, right, you know, being right in right relationship with the earth and each other were all murdered. I mean, we've had a yeah. holocaust, you know, in pretty much every country that killed off all of our precious sacred um, indigenous people. You know, I've done a lot of research on this, and I've written articles on the exposure of um, how cultures um, have been created to keep us from love. And to, so we have war, we have a high divorce rate. We say that a lot of New Age people say that the earth, the feminine, has been squelched on the planet, but it's not just the feminine, it's the masculine as well. It's both, yeah. Yeah, and so yeah. through our awareness, we have to take responsibility for what, asking, what, why is this? Why am I? Why is this part of my behavior? Why am I looking for attention from all the men in the grocery store? Or why am I so lonely when I'm not in partnership? And and we need to ask deeper questions of why we're not satiated here. And we we're, we're, can only be satiated if we're experiencing loving relationships. And we're afraid of intimacy. We haven't been taught intimacy. And now what I'm saying is through this awareness of what's controlling your thoughts and behaviors and actions and you and you can identify if it's you or the culture that you were born into that's operating how you believe about God or about source or about um, life or about men or about women or about yourself. Where do those thoughts come from? And you have to extract the ones that don't serve you and replace them with uh, belief structures and paradigms that do support you being satiated here. That's the path. I know. I just, it's, On one hand, when I sort of push everything out of my world and I just sort of look at the earth, I can't imagine not being a fully uh, joyful human being, you know, enjoying this planet. And yet, you know, 20 minutes from now, I might be like, oh, my God, someone just took my parking place. Like, it's just, it's like how these fluctuations of energies seem so harsh um, and it can be as small as a parking space or as gigantic as, oh, my gosh, what is happening in a war in this other part of the world or right in my backyard, whatever. It's just it's unfathomable that we could have this beautiful planet and be a part of it and not enjoy it. Yes, that's so true. We don't want to miss out on the best part of why we came here because we all chose to incarnate. And that's what I was going to get in earlier about the, the, the lives of within religion, even if you weren't raised in a religion, it's, we still, we've been lied to in general about the archetypes of the feminine have been taken out of all of the <clears throat> religious scriptures. And so the, and the archetype of, of the lovers to, to a masculine feminine, you know, deeply in love and practicing sacred love is taken from all of our um, religious cultures. And so as we become culture changers, what I believe the way to do that is, is as we awaken inside of the belly of the beast and we start to see the dark forces that are operating us, our behaviors and our systems, our financial systems and so forth. And then we, we, we access our memory. Well, where did I come from? 
and why did I incarnate here at this time? And, and a lot of people are being told that they have karma and past lives. And I tell you, I, to, there's all, so many starseeds here that have never had past lives here. They came from a very peaceful place to come here to be the culture changers. And, um, and, that, and to access memory of where we came from and why we're here, you access your individual soul pers- purpose, our common purpose as a tribe together. And then you have access to your allies. And if you go further back, to the Lucifer project. And again, Lucifer was lied about in the Bible about a fallen angels. Angels don't fall. But they were, they created this character um, to, so that we would have the imprint of evil and be afraid of evil. And so this is a fear-based message. Anytime that you see a fear-based message or, or messages that make you feel beneath someone because you don't have as much access or experiences as they do um, or psychic abilities, that has to go. That has to go. We all brought, came here with equal capacity, and we've been created with equal capacity. We just have to find what our unique purpose is to be here. And as we go back to the Luciferian project, Lucifer created this project um, so that souls could come and experience strengthening their, 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 their soul. And, and by doing that, we, we remember that we chose to be here. We chose to be part of this project. And that takes the victim out of it. This is why I talk about Lucifer and accessing our memory to who we really are. And as we do that, we remember that we chose to be here for a very specific reason, and we brought a lot to offer. And that's, that's what I've been witnessing people discovering, the, the, and, and especially in Embody You. Yeah, I'd have to say that I've noticed that, too, where folks are really sort of discovering with this kind of newfound awareness over the last, I'd say, year and a half collectively, it's like you get that chance to really discover all the gifts that you have to use, give, create more. Uh, You have a lot more going on than you think. So um, it's kind of getting easier to keep coming back to yourself, which is good. Yes, it is. And as we, uh, you know, get the dust off of the treasures, then, uh, then it becomes a treasure hunt. And the more you do it, the easier it gets and the longer you can hold on to your, your broadening frequency and put it into action. Yeah. And I do think collectively that idea of what that we each have a unique frequency is uh, more prevalent than it ever has been. What are we going to do with that frequency, I guess, is the next question. And I think that's what you're talking about with action. And so one of the things I think is happening is that a person sort of becomes aware of different energies circulating around them. As we take responsibility, I, I, I do expect to see things change. Um, that, that's how I, we are wanting to use our intention and our voice. Kelly, what else do you think is, is happening out there in the transformational waves? I know everybody's talking about how fast things are. 2014 was kind of an intense year for me personally, and pretty much everybody I know, we're all going, what is this? You know, a lot of challenges are coming up. And all of our stuff is coming up out of the woodworks because it's being squeezed through. But we're still going through the fabric of the ascension. This is what I call the fabric of the ascension. And, and my husband is not using that word anymore. And so we're kind of calling it more of an awakening, a mass awakening. And as yeah. we own our power, uh, that is part of the process of the ascension because we're, we're strengthening ourselves through this acceleration. And so the opportunity is, is so there and, and it's, the, things aren't going to slow down they're just speeding up 
and and through that process, the opportunity the opportunities are just uh, so profound because every little action and effort that we make on our own interpersonal growth is magnified. It's faster and more effective. So and then it's really worth doing, and then you become really passionate about diving into it, and it becomes part of your life, and then it just gets better every day. Yeah, I think I've almost stopped using the word ascension myself. Yeah. That was the other thing. It's like words and language are changing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think human body-wise, there's been a lot of changes. I mean, there's everyone I've ever talked to in the last year has had some type of body change of some kind. Uh-huh. So uh, all of that is great stuff. And um, I do want to... Uh, encourage people out there to look at, you know, group formations like Embody You, and uh, it's it's better in a group right now. <laughs> I think for a while, a couple of years ago, it was easier on your own, uh, but now it's like it's it's nicer to share your story, you know, and be supportive of one another as they kind of go through their own uh, awareness and sifting through their awareness, I guess I should say. Yes, yes, that's so true. I've noticed that as well. So, Kelly, where can folks find you? My website is liquidmirror.org, just like it's spelled. Okay. And uh, they can also find you on risemultiversity.org? Yep. Okay. All right. And we'll look for um, the latest uh, installment uh, from Perry Mills about magic. Uh, That's coming up this weekend, I think you said. Uh, Yes. And you can find that information on Rise Multiversity as well. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we went through that whole gauntlet of energy very, very fast. So folks are going to want to listen to this again. So thank you so much for joining me on Surfing the Psychic Wave. Oh, thank you so much, Christy. I really enjoyed being with you today.